So I want to start today's show by sharing a story with you and putting some things into perspective. Back when I was first starting my business in 2013, one of the struggles that I had was converting. And mind you, at the time, I didn't know what to do or how to do it. I was learning by doing. I thought that starting a blog was going to be the best way to go about it. I'd write articles and I would publish them. And I would generally look for people's responses. I'd see who would read something, who wouldn't read something, who was paying attention to certain topics and who wasn't. And I was growing an email list while doing that. And so that was how I started. But the struggle was, how do I convert that into revenue stream? So how do I make money off of a blog? If you're not going to have a massive blog with millions and millions of readers, and nobody does when they start, how else can you monetize it? How else can you take something that you've created and start to make some money off of it. That was the struggle. And then what I started to realize was people became interested in certain topics versus others. And so what I did, actually, funny enough, I, I went through and I looked at, I'd written about 20 something or so articles. And I went and I looked through of those, which ones were most important. And what I found at the time was people were most interested in core strength, right? Now, it wasn't, it wasn't like drastically different. Let's put it that way. Like the numbers weren't drastically different, but it was enough for me to see, okay, so this is something people are interested in. So what I thought I was going to do was then create a whole blog post on how to basically building, taking an online course and stuffing it into a blog post. So that meant there was videos in there, there was training plans, there was all sorts of, it was very detailed, right? Like this post was like well over like 20,000 words. It had tons of videos on it. And I thought, I don't know, this is going to bring more people to the blog because they're going to want to follow this. They're going to want to do it. And they're going to want to take advantage of what I'm offering for free. Now, lo and behold, it had the exact opposite effect, which was, yeah, it's too long. It's too massive. It's like a book that you get. It's a really big book, right? If someone puts a 700 page book on your desk or in front of you. It's yeah, I'll get to it eventually. But there's a lot of pages, right? So you typically procrastinate. Now, what happened was that exact effect. And I was a little bit discouraged because I put all this work into something and I, I, I put all my time and research and into it. And I thought people were going to love it. And generally it was crickets, crickets for the most part. And Nobody was going through it. And I had a small email list at the time of like a few thousand people and relatively small, I should say, to obviously now the size of the email list that I built. But at the time, that was, I thought that was a pretty big, big list. And I emailed it out to them to show them. 
And they were all like, yeah, that's great. I'll get to it eventually. But generally, nobody really did anything with it. And what I wanted and my thought process was, look, I can put this thing out for free. And that is going to get a bunch of people to go through and validate my program. And I can get a ton of testimonials from people going through the program. And then that will lead to something else. Now, again, opposite effect. So I tried to, I tried to figure it out. What was that? What was the thing that I was missing? And because at the time also, I thought to myself, I'm not really, I'm not really 100% sure of what I'm going to do. I'm not 100% sure of how I'm going to create, you know, how I could create a product or charge something. So this was like my remedy. I was like, let me just create something that I could charge for, but not. And then that will get more people to go through and do it. And then I'll be able to get some testimonials and that'll validate it. Now, complete wrong approach, completely wrong approach. I was not validating my, I was not valuing my own expertise. It's just a form of the imposter syndrome. So actually what I did, which opened up my eyes was I joined a business program and one of my mentors in the, in that program basically said to me, you've got to drop the free stuff, drop it and charge for it. And there was something that he said that always stuck with me is that you have to pay attention. And what that means is that if people aren't willing to invest capital, if people aren't willing to put their money where their mouth is, they are not going to pay attention. They're not going to value what you do. They aren't going to value you, right? So you need to pay attention. And think about it. If you've ever been, if you've ever walked through a mall or somewhere and they've got those little like kiosks in the middle where people are trying to hand out like free samples of different things, of lotions or tonics or whatever it is they're trying to hand out, you don't want it. It's like you're running from them. They're giving you, they're offering you something for free and you're, you don't want it. It's almost if something is free, you have to sell it even harder because there's no associated value with it. That's exactly what I was doing. I was being that person in the mall kiosk trying to hand out some lotion or trying to hand out whatever it is to get people to try it. You know, my mentor at the time said, just drop it, drop the free stuff. People need to pay to pay attention. In fact, you don't have to do anything different. All you have to do is take down what you created and put it into that is a course that's more than a course and start charging people for it. And when you charge people for it, they will start to pay attention. Lo and behold, I took exactly what I created. I took it down free. I took down the free format of it and I essentially turned it into an online course and then started selling it to my list. And what I found out immediately was that half the people when I was offering it for free weren't even bothered by the fact that they they couldn't even be bothered to look at it or pay attention to it because it's free. It's, it's here. I can do it anytime. 
I'll get to it eventually. Nobody cared. But then the second people heard the outcome and they heard the price tag, instantly they were ready to, now they were paying attention. And what I did was I put a price tag on it. It was like $300, I think. And I went through and all of a sudden I sold it. And within the first like month of actually putting a price tag on something, there was, if I remember correctly, there was like about almost like 400 people, I think, that bought the course. I don't think that was in, that was a long time ago. I think actually that was not in the first month. That was in the first couple of months. I think there was, anyway, there was a few hundred people that ended up buying it. And I, I was shocked because here I was trying to give away something for free that nobody wanted. And then as soon as I decided to put a price tag on it and sell it, all of a sudden people wanted it and people were buying it. And the exact thing happened. People went through it. People did the course. They loved it. I got the testimonials. All of the things that I thought were going to happen by giving it away for free. Now, the lesson in this is that there's a certain level of there, there's a certain level of confidence that you have to have. And there's a certain there's a line you have to hold, which is I know my value. I know what I'm worth. I know who I am. I'm not going to let anybody else shake that or I'm not going to cheapen myself to for the approval of someone else or another group of people or whatnot. I'm going to have my own strong identity. And so for you, the lesson to learn here and to pay attention to is to check in with yourself. Like in your life, ask, am I really, am I really valuing myself? Am I looking, am I taking the time? Am I doing the things to actually realize my own value? Are you discounting yourself subconsciously? Are you telling yourself you are not worth something? Or are you telling yourself that you are not capable of something? Or do you look around at what you do versus what everybody else does? And what everybody else does always seems better, always seems more established, always seems like they have the right credentials, the right experience, and you don't. Are you subconsciously just discounting yourself? And is that, is that, discount that you place on yourself, is that preventing you from moving forward? And it doesn't even have to be in the business arena. It could be even like at work, right? Are you afraid to go and maybe ask for a raise? Or are you afraid to go and ask for a promotion or apply for a promotion within your company or wherever you work? Are you afraid to do that because you don't value yourself. You haven't learned to value yourself, right? Or maybe it's in the personal arena, right? Like maybe you're afraid to go out and date or maybe you're afraid to ask someone out on a date because you don't value yourself. You are subconsciously putting yourself in a lesser state. And so you start to act in a way that you start to act in a way that kind of perpetuates that lesser value. 
And so as a result in life, you're getting exactly how you see yourself, right? Your life then just becomes a mirror for who you think you are. And that's the vicious cycle of the whole entire thing. It's if I don't value myself, I'm going to act in a way which is going to validate the fact that I don't value myself. In fact, I'm going to act in a way which I believe is my own intrinsic value. So the more that I believe, the, the more that I see my value is more of what I'm going to get in life. Reality just becomes a mirror for how you see yourself. Taking the time to shift, now that you understand that, I think to shift and you ask yourself and you say, okay, so what do I do? Like I, if I know I don't value myself enough, what can I do to overcome it? What can I do to learn to value myself more? That's a question, right? Because I think first you just have to identify, okay, am I, am I putting myself in a position where I can truly see and understand and own my true value? Am I doing that? And once you get there and you realize, okay, I'm not, ask yourself, it's an honest question too, right? And you can write this down somewhere. You can ask yourself, how do I see myself? And then ask yourself, how do I want to see myself? So how does that, there's a gap there, right? There's going to be a gap. And if you were able to see your higher value, how would your life be different as a result? And I think when you go through this process, the first, all you have to do, all you have to do is go through this one time and realize, okay, cool. So a lot of what I'm not doing in life, I'm afraid to do because I don't value myself enough. And as humans, also, the irony of this is oftentimes the things that we fear the most are the things that we need to do. Those are the things that move us forward. But we experience the fear because we're allowing ourselves to devalue ourselves. And the devaluing is what creates the imposter and what creates the being a perfectionist and all of these other types of things. So the question is, how do you learn? to value yourself. And I think this is also a process that you have to go through and do it a lot to train your brain to look for your strong points versus training your brain to look for the the bad points and the negative qualities. This is really heavily rooted in training your psychology and training your mind to find the things that you've done well and eliminate the eliminate the harshness from the mistakes. It's not, yeah, we all make mistakes. And it's not that you're just removing the mistakes from your psyche and pretending they're never happening. It's when you make mistakes, it's not necessarily, oh, this is an opportunity to be harsh on myself. The mistakes are an opportunity to learn, to become better and learn from that, not to be harsh. So the first thing you have to do if you want to learn to value yourself in a higher light is you need to take, you need to get in a Google doc. You need to get on a piece of paper or something and you need to write down all of the area, all of the times in your life where you have succeeded at something, write down all of the things that you have succeeded 
And that way you have a list in front of you. Make a long list at everything, right? Every And think back, like actually do the work on this to think back. Like this becomes, these become, this becomes a really valuable item or no pun intended there, but like a really valuable item that you can refer back to and say, wow, this is a list of all of my successes. I've got 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, and you should just add to this and make this an ongoing growing list. And whenever you have moments of self-doubt, go back and look at that list and remind yourself, these are all of the ways I've succeeded in life. And, and it doesn't matter how big or how small they are. The point is you have succeeded at things and it's in front of you. And it's amazing how simply that changes your psyche, which is if I'm doubting myself a little bit or I'm feeling down in some way, shape or form and I want to improve and I want to go out and do something, but I'm a little bit afraid When you go take that list of successes that you have and start to read through all of them and go through it, it changes your emotional state by simply reading those things. Like you can't read all of the, you can't read a list of all of the areas in your life that you've succeeded without smiling. It's impossible. Your, your own physiology will start to change. Your own, your emotions will start to change. That's one really powerful way of going about it is keep that list next to you. And so that way, what you're doing is you're validating your successes. And what happens is, and the reason this is ultra powerful is because we always like to, we hone in on our failures, right? It's in psychology, there's something called the negativity bias, which means we focus on the negative, we focus on the bad. We remember, we have negative experiences that we remember far longer than our positive experiences, right? We tend, we have positive experiences and we tend to dismiss them, but bad experiences and negative experiences tend to stick with us. So you have to get, you have to realize that by default, your brain is going to want to go to those things. And whenever you find yourself going to those things, those negative things, you have to then pull out that list and reverse course and start reading those areas that you succeeded in. Because here's the thing, the, the things that we say to ourselves, the things, the, the thoughts we think to ourselves and the, the dialogue in our head, the negative dialogue isn't true, but we believe it's true because we're saying it to ourselves. We're having that conversation with ourselves. So we start to accept those kinds of things that aren't necessarily true as truth because we're saying them to ourselves in our own mind. So you have to catch yourself and you have to be aware enough in this state to say, okay, whenever I find myself going into one of those like negativity loops or the negativity spirals, I am going to break that pattern by pulling out my success list. And I'm going to start reading those things to myself. I'm going to read them to myself over and over So that I can, A, I can shift my emotional state, but B, I can remind myself of all of the ways in life that I've already succeeded. I'm going to go to that every single time, every time. And that's why it's great, which is even if one of the most powerful ways to implement this is put it on a Google Doc, access it on your phone, 
So instead of it's instead of mindlessly scrolling on social media all day, if you're waiting in line somewhere, you're doing something, make it a habit to literally pull open up that document on your phone and start reading it. Read it to yourself. Like instead of if you replace even scrolling on social media nine, 10 times a week with scrolling through your success list and reading those things by just doing that for one week you will notice a huge difference in in how you view yourself and how you see yourself. And you will start to clue in. And the other really powerful thing about this, having a list like this, and this is the way, this is like one of the most beneficial things of it, is it's an ongoing list. You're adding to it. What it does is by simply knowing that you have this list of creating areas to succeed, you're subconsciously motivating and wiring yourself to want to succeed. You're setting yourself up to say, look, I want to make this list bigger. So I want to do something because now I'm accountable to my own list of things I'm creating. And I know this may sound woo-woo or it may sound silly, but this is really powerful stuff when you're trying to break out of whatever that is, your lesser value, your low self-esteem, your lack of motivation, the imposter syndrome, perfectionism. These doing things like this are like the most powerful exercises that you can do for yourself. I can't emphasize how powerful something like this is when you do it on a daily basis, right? That's, that is one of the most powerful things. And the more you get in the habit, it's acknowledgement, right? The value, when you don't value yourself, the and the reason it's powerful is this, is that when you don't value yourself, the thing that you're not doing is acknowledging your, your own value, right? Acknowledgement. So you have to train yourself to acknowledge what you are. So by now having a list of successes and having a list of things in front of you, you are now shifting from a, a position of I, I can't acknowledge myself to I have to acknowledge myself. And it's that sense of acknowledgement that then trains you to start to hone in on all of the value that's inside of you. You just have to acknowledge it. So by just doing that, I'm, I'm looking at the time. I could keep going on and on about this. I try not to make these episodes too long. So that way they're easy to go through and digest. But the the fundamental reason or the fundamental reason why you don't value yourself is because you haven't learned to acknowledge the value that's inside of you. So by simply doing an exercise where you can now acknowledge yourself, you're training, you're subconsciously training your brain to find the good things in you and to not hide from them, for them to be right there. That immediately by doing that changes the way you see yourself. And you can go on, there's plenty of layers you can go on and do this. Like acknowledging your successes is one thing. Acknowledging your good traits is another list of things you could do. There's another one that you can do, which is sometimes you feel like when we don't value ourselves, we sometimes don't feel like we're good people. The other thing is there's a, you can acknowledge all of the things that you've done or the kind things you've done for other people, which can help acknowledge that you're a good person, right? So you can create all sorts of lists and all types of different things. And it by doing this, 
fundamentally, it's all the same. You're learning to acknowledge who you are. And that in turn helps you now see the value that's inside of you and in turn realize the value. So that's the show. That's the message for today. Again, if you learned something from this, share it on Instagram and tag me in a story. Let me know what you've learned. Let me know how you're going to apply it. I was going to say if you're going to apply it, but no, of course you're going to apply this. This is how you learn to value yourself. Share it on Instagram. Let me know. Tag me in a story and then take the time, like two other things, to share the podcast, share this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. And number two, take some time to leave a review on wherever you listen to podcasts. Those two things are things you can do to help support this show. It's just by sharing it or leaving a review. That's what helps this to grow. And that's what helps it to get out there to the people who could really benefit from that. All right. So that's all I've got for you on today's show. Have a good rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.